0: And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
1: Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Dell Tuesday, and with us today is Vineet Gupta out of uh, Dallas, Texas. And uh, Vineet has been with us now for quite some time, since 2014. And has accomplished quite a few results, and I'm going to let him get into those because he didn't give me the exact details, so we'll get him to share them. All of which is up to as many as seven lead deals where he's been the syndicator and the lead operator, and uh, with hundreds and hundreds of years. So we'll get him to tell you then. But he, go ahead and fill us out with what you've accomplished so far, just for just an elevator quick intro.
2: Good morning, Dell, and good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me at the, on the show. Uh, First, I'd like to say thank you, Dale, for uh, providing all the supports and care and education that you have done for uh, thousands of members. And, uh, you know, I was just wandering around when I first encountered you guys. And uh, today I'm a totally different person, a person who can actually start giving back to the community, uh, not only just continue, you know, working on my own goal. Uh, So, yes, since 2014, you know, it has been a, a great journey to be honest. Uh, I never dreamt about being here. Uh, you know, it just in 2013, I was not even thinking this way. Now, this is 2023, and you know, thank thank God and thanks for lifestyle that uh, I'm here today. So, overall, uh, currently I am, you know, involved in different syndication as well as uh, some, you know, IRO project, some single families. And uh, particularly focusing in just metroplex like in DFW area, uh, the smallest property that I have acquired was 22 units and uh, at the Syndicator, and the largest one is 320 units recently closed uh, back in May of 2023. Uh, and I currently, you know, with the help of uh, the mentors and everybody else, uh, learn how to manage properties as well. So. Uh, we are managing all our properties our, ourselves and producing good quality return for our investors. And uh, so in, in a nutshell, um, you know, we started with nothing. And today, uh, if we think about net worth-wise, uh, if I had a dollar in 2014, today I have maybe 15 or 16 or $17 worth. So that much net worth had gone up in just a period of time just because uh, I was associated myself with... Uh, you know, lifestyle and which definitely provide me this platform to be here today. So that's a long one, but (laughs) that's what I got to say. That's
1: excellent. The only thing I would have squeezed out of you more is what those real numbers were instead of that uh, (laughs) just peripheral example, but that's okay. I'll let you warm up before we go that deep. Let's talk about yourself. You grew up, You were a successful business person. Go through corporate America, what you did. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be a long example, but just so people out there can relate to you. What what did you do and why did you get tired of doing that and decide to look for something else?
2: You know, it's uh, mainly lots of people have the same story, and I've been very lucky to be, you know, finding lifestyle. But overall, you know, myself, personality wise, also, I've got a little different than any other regular person. But I'm always itching to do something better and bigger uh, and trying to find a way to uh, provide uh, more input on the, in, in my work as well. And I started my college back in 1996. I'm originally from Nepal. Uh, I came to U.S. for my undergrad, and then I continued my undergrad, my, my, my second undergrad uh, and uh, finally landed a job in a corporate world. It was great, nothing wrong. You know, first job out of college, you know, worked my butt off worked very hard, and in two to three years, I came to realize, you know, the company will be keeping me for 10, 15, 20 years. But I came to realize very quickly that if I spend 15, 20 years, there's nothing for me but my 401k, whatever they provide, and the money I make. There is no ownership. There is no partnership. There is nothing. There is nothing provided to you, regardless how hard you work. Uh, and I moved on because that was, a, that was a job that I really wanted to carry on because I knew the business I might be able to operate if I open my own business. But then, you know, uh, life changed and I went to work for an IT company thinking that maybe I, I can learn IT, you know, which is my background, you know, business from the IT side and then start my own. But unfortunately, you know, everywhere I had this uh, kind of a stoppage point, you know, the growth could not be go on. The main thing was. The blueprint was not there for success, you know, unless you find someone who can actually put you in the right track to say, hey, this is a good path right here that I have been, and then I can show you the path. And that did not happen to me in a corporate world because everybody was looking out for themselves. No one was there to help me to say, hey, you know what, I can see what you, you know, desire, and then let me put you in this path. I'll hit a dead end. I'll get some certain promotions, and I'll I'll get stuck there. And the only thing I'll take home was my vacation, my 401K, and some IRA that I invest, and my salary. So there was no other things for me to have it as a legacy for my, you know, my kids and my future generation. And that's when I started thinking about doing my own business. I did a small business. I started a Bear and wine world uh, type concept uh, in 2009, and it was going well. But the fact that you know it was a lots of inventory management job. It was all about 24 seven involved in management, managing the operation. And managing inventories, the money was there, uh, and I had a plan to franchise and leave my job. But unfortunately, the job by itself—it was just I was in the business working twenty-four-seven. And I figured that this is not something might you know, let me retire on time or have my, you know, enough gain in, in, in the time frame of my operation to retire properly or have or have a legacy for my kids. So I stumbled upon lifestyle because I was complaining about how I, I'm not satisfied with all these different things. And one of my co-workers, he's dragged me to a case study in two thousand thirteen, in October, he said, Let me take you to this place, man. They they have some some magic for you, I believe. You know. So I come in and I thought it just, you know, a regular thing that I, I can do myself, no big deal. So I got a case study, you know, you know the the case study done and I became a youth. Just say, so I'll come back and I'll take the two day seminar later on. I never came. Until 2014, you know, I say, you know what, I got I to gotta give this guy a chance. You know, this these people have something because if they've been here for a long time and they haven't made so many people successful and uh, people are happy, I got to give them a chance. I came down uh, in 2014, October, to, I took that two-day class, uh, seminar. And to be honest, Bill, I was sold <laughs> in, a, in a blink. And within the same week, I invested as a passive investor. And I started working in my education as well at the same time uh, to try to become a lead. And within six to seven months, uh, I ended up with buying a, a small property, which is the 22 units in Louisville, Texas. And actually, that property is still there. Uh, we have refinanced two times and invest in a return close to 450% to our investors. Plus, we're doing right now uh, almost 20% cash and cash return on that investment with the option to DeFi again and again and again. Uh, So that's where I started, and that's that's my beginning of the lifestyles. And then, you know, the sky was the limit. I had just continued learning uh, and attending all the meetings and seminars and meeting all the different leads and mentors and constantly getting, uh, you know, educated and got the big support to be here today. I, ho- I hope I wrapped up the whole summary in there for you.
1: <laughs> well, I'd let you go on through the whole thing, so it gives us a basis to work through. But I'm going to go back and I'm going to pick it apart a little bit, if you don't mind. Why do people from other countries tend to believe they have to go it on their own? That really, um, getting help from other people uh, is suspect at best. I'm, I'm
2: from Nepal, and I do know something about India as well because we're neighboring country. Uh, the, the fact is that people tend to stay individually and independent over there because there is no system set up. There is no trust thing set up that you could trust someone and could rely on someone. Regardless, the culture is fantastic. People help each other out. But when it comes to business, or when it comes to you know, thinking for yourself and building your own career, people tend to do things on their own. right? And there is no such thing called leverage. Very little that now in this, that country has – come to the next level where you can have a little bit of leverage from in a you know, corporation or the, in the independent bank or something like that where you can start something leaning on them to start your business so what are really you they tend to stay on their own because they don't trust anybody else because they don't have that kind of a mentality because of the building you know, going up you do things so you yourself and that's all you got you can't believe in anybody else and when they come here like myself I mean I was open-minded regardless of that I could not wrap my head around that. Yes, there is something called leverage, there is called support, there is called organization, who you can, you know, lean on to, and then figure things out better. Because there is no way one person can do anything on their own unless they're just doing a small, you know, uh, shop at the uh, canteen shop somewhere, but they're on the street. Let's so, add
1: something to that uh, that you've already covered, but I'm just going to highlight it for those that are listening, because I'm trying to grab the people out there that might be like-minded to. You the way you were when you started and is they envision that you work in your business and I would assume in other countries that's what you do you buy yourself a store and you go go to work and you got grandma there and mama there and your wife and your kids and your whole family works there and you can never build a business (laughs) if you work in your business right that's correct Dale. and that's one of the the things that they're I mean they're smart
2: people they're very honest and hard working I've I I call myself a hard worker, but there will be lots of other people who can work harder than me. But, you know, that's what it is. I mean, we we have what we need, but unfortunately, we have to start trusting the system and others as well to help us grow better. And we don't have that because we never learned that. So now, that's the education that I got at at lifestyle that, you know, leveraging. You know, leveraging. I mean, I leverage education. I'm leveraging the... Funds that comes from the bank, you know, I'm leveraging my resources in terms of my passive investors and myself as a passive investor, right? And their their vendor up that can provide that service with 100 percent trust. So the trust is what keeps this business rolling forward because we have this circle that we create. We created create this group of you know good team that is leaning on each other to provide the service to all the members of that team are successful. Even if I'm using a roofer, for instance, I trust him because he's been part of the team, for instance, for a long time, and he has a little fear that if he makes a small mistake, he will have a bad, you know, reference. He will not go either. So he has to provide the best possible service to me so I can refer to someone else. And that trust carried for, you know, carries forward. That is not their back home. You know, uh, back home people right. tend to just say, you know what, I know, I'm, I'm doing myself because I don't trust you because there is no true System
1: set up such a way that where I can then you then you can't trust anybody, money. including employees, yeah. right? Absolutely. You can't you Everybody, can't trust your yep. employees, you can't trust your banker. You you know, it's, it's just a, a it feeds itself. So, yeah. beneath one of the things that I know for sure is that when I first met you and I watched you do business. If there's anybody could have done it on his own it would have been you but you elected not to do that after it took but it took you a year to get here man spank you very much for that one uh, i mean you, for a year i'm sure you were pondering i can do this on my own i don't need to join up i, I can see you thinking it right now
2: i'm telling uh, you, you know, that one year i was just running around you know thinking about it what do i do what do i do and to be honest, I was just running by myself because I thought I'm the smartest one, right? I could do it. I thought about doing devil business. I thought about doing all different kind of business, franchise,
1: and all these different things, all this educational franchise. Beni, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with Beni Gupta on the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
0: Teaching you with a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Del Wamsley on the economy and politics.
1: What happens if the economy turns around and goes back down now the Democrats are in power or inflation becomes rampant and all of a sudden it becomes very difficult to do business? I was listening to an economist the other day and he pulled out this chart of GDP. He said, look, here's what I want you to do. He said, tell me anywhere from 1950 to 2021 where the Democrats took power and where the Republicans took power.
0: He said, point it out for me. And the truth of the matter is you can't tell. If you're sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what the politicians are going to do or waiting to see what the economy is going to do, if you're trying to predict the future, stop politicians and the economy have no bearing on your success or failure. Only you do. Register for the next live online free workshop. We'll unfold the map to retirement in five years or less, regardless of what's going on in the world. It's the same proven strategies we've been using for 30 years through every political party and economic cycle you can think of. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley radio show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley.
1: Welcome back to Dell Wamsley radio show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Benit Gupta out of Dallas, Texas. And Vineet, um, as we were covering before we went to break, um, you were able to come in here and change your point of view from being someone who was just going to start a small business, a la, you know your little um, store, I guess we call it uh, wine and beer and cigar store, to something much larger that you've done now. So now it's time we go ahead and shift we've talked to all these people who are sitting out there on the sidelines and they haven't done anything, and you've been here since 2014 and done 17 times what you came in or 16 times or whatever it was. Let's open their eyes for a second. Instead of doing it their way, instead of doing it their way, doing it your new way, your way now, uh, with the leverage and all the tools that you've acquired uh, here doing this work, Let's talk about the kind of money. What kind of money did you come in with? Were you in the hundred thousands? Did you have a million yet? Where were you at?
2: <laughs> well, I'll disclose it. <laughs> well, I mean, I did have some, not not too much. So I'll just say, uh, to TV reality wise, if I had sold everything then, uh, I could have five hundred thousand in my hand, you
1: know, with okay. my IRA and, so, and my cash. Right. So there's yeah. your net. So that's a good yeah. start, and that's you know pretty successful person in corporate America doing what everybody's supposed to do. You work, you save, you put in your 401k. You, you did what we all did and what we we're all taught to do. But now after you've done this you said it's 17 times that so I'm just going to make up a number. I'm not saying you have to hold to it but if it is 16, 17 times, 16 is an easier number to work with. Uh, that means that's like 8 million or something. So If that's the kind of numbers that you're talking about then that's some really great growth and I would suggest... Yeah, you know,
2: overall right now, I mean, we the way we're looking at right here, you know, uh, we we have crossed 10, you know, easily. So definitely, I don't think i would have dreamed about, you know, crossing 10 uh, in 2023 uh, since it started, you know, from 2014. Even if I had opened multiple stores, you know, uh, there was no way the growth would be that fast uh, in other areas. Uh, So, yeah, it could have been cash flow coming in a little bit, but the the net worth growth is, you know, exponential over here uh, in in the last seven, eight years.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things that I always struggle with, uh, Vineet, is um, I have many different types of businesses. I own many things. And the one thing that always brings me back to real estate every time I I stray away from it for whatever period of time that I do is that it creates equity, net worth. Mm Yeah, it has cash flow, and you know me, I've got to have cash flow. Or I won't buy something. Yes. Uh, yeah, but you know, you can get into businesses that have massive cash flow, but they have mm-hmm. the second you close that door and you no longer selling something, they're worthless. Shut done. the door, done deal. <laughs> turn it, turn that business back over to the guy who owns the building, and you're done. It's over. Done.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and, I, mean, you uh, know, I have seen this deal. I'll give you two example. You know, I like this. You know, restaurant very, very, you know, popular. It's our next, very close to our Lifestyle's office over in Dallas, and it's called Terra Grill. And what a fantastic location. People were lining up to eat over there, right? I will have to get half an hour line. It's supposed to a buffet during lunch hour, you know, sit down dinner during evening hours. Their business was going so great. But guess what happened? They were only leasing the building. Lease expired, did not get renewed. They shut down the business. Not only one, three businesses they shut down. I mean, imagine the, the, the impact it makes because you have no control because you have no real estate. You only own the business. I mean, the, the store, just I mean, rent it for 10 years and done. Somehow uh, the you know, landlord decide not to renew the lease, and that business that was booming just can't.
1: You know, Vinny, let's talk about that, because that's you got to look at the other side of that, too, which is really interesting, uh, because I'm that guy. I own those commercial spaces. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. if a guy's willing to kick you out and now remember, mm-hmm. your business is all predicated on your cost yeah. and you just squeaking by with your profit. And then all of a sudden, property taxes are not property taxes. You don't own the building. But all of a sudden, uh, you know, your costs of overhead go up, right? Uh, and one of them is, you know, your cost of your building you, that you're renting from. And I say, look, I'm sorry, Benet. I I uh, I know that your business is very tight right now, but the bottom line is, I can get, you know, ten dollars more square foot than what yeah. you know you're paying me, and I've yeah. got to go for that because you know these leases are locked in for long periods of time on commercial, and so I've yeah. got to push you out, and so. Yeah. If I can get across the board, raise my leases that much, then my value of my building goes up, just like in the apartments. So Absolutely. you really have no control at all.
2: No control at all. I mean, I was very amazed. That I, had, you know, I was like, okay, well, such an established business, but they were not able to pay the rent that the you know, landlord was asking. And if they had their own building, I mean, guess what? Not only the cash flow they have from the retail business, but they have a real income from their own you know,
1: rental business, right? You have to think about this. If they can't afford a rent increase, maybe they're not doing as well as you think. In other words, (laughs) they're selling. I've seen people run businesses in the red and go, but if we do a lot more, eventually, you know, we'll get out of the red. Somehow the economics of scale will bring us out of the red. So if they're barely making any money, they're thinking, well, if we had four stores, we'll make some money. doesn't work that way. And so you've learned all that here at Lifestyles as you buy each property. Each one of them stands on its own, makes its own money it has to Absolutely. make money right from the beginning or you don't buy it. Now, let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit here. And as we come to the final segment here, Benito, let's talk a little bit more about your plan. You've already accomplished so much. You, you're in seven or in nine passive deals. You're a lead investor in seven deals, um nine single families, one duplex. You've done it all. You stuck your finger in there. You got yourself your store. Uh you just closed on this 320 unit complex. What do we see in store for you? How do you see yourself rounding this out, the long-term business plan for yourself?
2: Well, the main thing is, you know, I've got to enjoy the life as well, right? It's not about money. (laughs) Money has been made, not finding finding a way to spend it and lead my life better. I did retire my wife from, you know, her corporate world. She was making very good money in 2017. And, you know, since then, uh, she has been helping me on the back end and doing some, you know, uh, paperwork. But it's time for us to start winding down a little bit. Uh, so I don't see myself too much in, in action as a lead, uh, you know, in an aggressive way. Uh, but I will be leaning towards more uh, passive uh, because then I have more, more, more time. And because I trust the system now, you know, I mean, if I can do it and have a lot of other leads out there who are doing it and the new leads are coming in and they're working hard. So I feel very comfortable that, you know, as I liquidate, uh, you know, properties, uh, the money that kind of come in, you know, if, if there's opportunity to buy more IOS, but at the same time, well, I have enough in there uh, to sustain my expenses. Now it's all about growing my net worth again. So I'm leaning towards the next five years to go 100% passive, you know, and that's my goal. So I can enjoy more because i got to spend a better life, uh, you know, I've worked very hard till now. So... That's my goal. Uh, I mean, definitely, we have few projects may happen in the next two to three years, but it's all very selective because I'm kind of a little picky. I remember you, you, you Darryl, you're telling me that I, I'm getting a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, you know, what, what do you used? Uh, spoiled, uh, which is very true. <laughs> I got very spoiled because I have, uh, I have picked an area that I did not want to buy all the time. I don't want to buy anywhere else. You know, the lifestyle's office is like. 10 miles from my house, and all the properties that I own, majority of them, 10 miles from my house, right? So I have become so lazy that I, you know, even if someone comes up that hey, there's a great property, man, you know, there'll be good money, good fit for you. I don't even bother to look because I'm like, you know, I have plenty to buy right here next to my house, and you know, they're a great location, great success, you know, story, and I have every single property that performing very well, why would I go in a different area where I may have to rediscover everything, right? And so Absolutely. I have, I am very, very concentrated in just a few zip codes. To be honest, you know, I want to share that <laughs> because you know I have a, three zip codes that I'm basically working, and they're all in the same area. So it's a 10 miles radius from my house, especially towards the lifestyle office areas, Irving area. That's my biggest uh, uh, bread and butter. And I'm focusing over there because I figure out, I must survey and figure out there's plenty of property in that area that will turn in the next five to seven years, right, three to five, seven years. So why would I go look further when I can buy a property over here and, you know, return is always great.
1: Let me ask you another question because, you see, you get so excited about this, I have to ask you this next question. Are you gonna take the course on how to slow down?
2: Yes, that is the, one of the biggest things that I need to think. That's what I'm saying. You know, like next five years is our
1: how to slow things down. Basically, You need I mean, to come over to my house. You need to come over and spend a couple of days and watch me do nothing. It will drive you crazy. Do you realize that? You know how nervous you would get to watch me do nothing? Go, why don't you I'll do something? You know. <laughs> You've got so much money. Why don't you use that money and go do something? You could do so much if you take that money and go do something. Go, no. Absolutely. I can and just keep that, that money and do nothing. Yeah.
2: That's what the goal is. My wife and I decided, you know, it's time to stay 100% passive and just, you know, watch the show from distance, right? Uh, that way, you know, because we, we we provided enough returns to our investors and we can continue to be providing for the properties that we have. And now it's our turn to take, you know, and just lay back and let, you know, other leads do the job for you and then you make passive income. As long as there is a cash flow, we're good. That's all we care for, right? Cash flow. And right now, luckily, all my properties are in that position, fetching money. So I am very, very comfortable. Lock and wood, you know, I don't want to jinx it. I'm in a very, very comfortable position, and operation is absolutely great, You know, absolutely great. So well, I've got why this why
1: program even... I want you to yeah. sign up for. How, do, how to Succeed Past $10 million? how to exactly. not work and become worth, you know, 10 times that, okay? Exactly. Um, that's,
2: that's the best way to do it,
1: absolutely. Yeah, you know, this is, this program you is uh-huh. one-on-one. There's no other place to get it. You're going to have to deal with me because <laughs> we haven't hired mentors at this level yet, you know.
2: You are the best mentor. You have done it. You are, you know, you have done it and you know how to do it. So I think that's the best mentor anybody can, you know, get anyways. But yeah, absolutely right. You are 100% right. And we talk about that all the time. Like, where is the stop, right? You know, the growth is there. The sky is the limit at Lifestyles, to be honest. Is, there is no stopping. Some people are very passionate about continuing doing. I'm not worried about too much of the money side. What I worry about, performance. As, uh, anything that touched, I touch, I want to make sure I have minimum 100%
1: return from my investors, right? Cash for cash. And,
2: you know, if I can hit that number and
1: higher, definitely makes me happier. So Well, I've seen some of the numbers that you put out. I've got to cut you off because we're coming to the end of the show. But I've seen your numbers you put out. I've had you on stage before. We've wowed the audience with the numbers. What's the highest rate of return on any deal you did? Just give me off the top of your head. One deal. Uh, right
2: now we have 450% return uh, because that's still the play. I would still do 10%, to 20, 20 to fifteen percent cash and cash return. Uh I have not sold, you know, deal. I think I did a little bit of a wrong thing. I only have sold one one property because that was... yeah no, that's the right thing.
1: Vineet, yeah. that's the right thing to do. That's what I look back all the time and wonder why I got rid of all my stuff. Hey, thanks for coming on the radio and sharing your story again with us. And uh, the rest of you out there, remember this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Go have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.